Section 12 of In Tune with the Infinite by Ralph Waldo Trine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Entering now into the realization of the highest riches. I hear the question, what can be said in a concrete way in regard to the method of coming into this realization? The facts underlying it are, indeed, most beautiful and true. But how can we actualize in ourselves the realization that carries with it such wonderful results? The method is not difficult if we do not of ourselves make it difficult. The principal word to be used is the word open. Simply to open your mind and heart into this divine inflow, which is waiting only for the opening of the gate, that it may enter. It is like opening the gate of the trough which conducts water from the reservoir above into the field below. The water, by virtue of its very nature, will rush in and irrigate the field if the gate is but opened. As to the realization of our oneness with this infinite life and power, after seeing, as I think we have clearly seen by this time, the relations it bears to us and we do it, the chief thing to be said is simply, realize your oneness with it. The open mind and heart whereby one is brought into the receptive attitude is the first thing necessary, then the earnest, sincere desire. It may be an aid at first to take yourself for a few moments each day into the quiet, into the silence, where you will not be agitated by the disturbances that enter through the avenues of the physical senses. There in the quiet, alone with God, put yourself into the receptive attitude. Calmly, quietly, and expectantly desire that this realization break in upon and take possession of the soul. As it breaks in upon and takes possession of the soul, it will manifest itself to your mind, and from this you will feel its manifestations in every part of your body. Then in the degree that you open yourself to it, you will feel a quiet, peaceful, illuminating power that will harmonize body, soul, and mind, and that will then harmonize these with all the world. You are now on the mountaintop, and the voice of God is speaking to you. Then as you descend, carry this realization with you. Live in it, waking, working, thinking, walking, sleeping. In this way, although you may not be continually on the mountaintop, you will nevertheless be continually living in the realization of all the beauty and inspiration and power you have felt there. Moreover, the time will come when in the busy office or on the noisy street you can enter into the silence by simply drawing the mantle of your own thoughts about you, and realizing that there and everywhere the spirit of the infinite life, love, wisdom, peace, power, and plenty is guiding, keeping, protecting, leading you. This is the spirit of continual prayer. This it is to pray without ceasing. This it is to know and to walk with God. This it is to find the Christ within. This is the new birth, the second birth. First that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. It is thus that the old man Adam is put off, and the new man Christ is put on. This it is to be saved unto life eternal, whatever one's form of belief or faith may be, for it is life eternal to know God. The sweet by and by will be a song of the past. We will create a new song, the beautiful eternal now. This is the realization that you and I can come into this very day, this very hour, this very minute, if we desire and if we will it. And if now we merely set our faces in the right direction, it is then but a matter of time until we come into the full splendors of this complete realization. 
to set one's face in the direction of the mountain and then simply to journey on whether rapidly or more slowly will bring him to it but unless one set his face in the right direction and make the start he will not reach it it was goethe who said are you in earnest seize this very minute what you can do or dream you can begin it boldness has genius power and magic in it only engage and then the mind grows heated begin and then the work will be completed said the young man gotama siddhartha i have awakened to the truth and i am resolved to accomplish my purpose verily i shall become a buddha it was this that brought him into the life of the enlightened one and so into the realization of nirvana right here in this life that this same realization and life is within the possibilities of all here and now was his teaching it was this that has made him the light-bearer to millions of people said the young man jesus know ye not that i must be about my father's business making this the one great purpose of his life he came into the full and complete realization i and the father are one he thus came into the full realization of the kingdom of heaven right here in this life that all could come into this same realization and life here and now was his teaching it was this that has made him the light-bearer to millions of people and so far as practical things are concerned we may hunt the whole wide universe through and we shall find that there is no injunction more practical than seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you and in the light of what has gone before i think there is no one who is open to the truth and honest with himself who will fail to grasp the underlying reason and see the great laws upon which it is based personally i know lives that have so fully entered into the kingdom through the realization of their oneness with the infinite life and through the opening of themselves so fully to its divine guidance that they are most wonderfully concrete examples of the reality of this great and all-important truth they are people whose lives are in this way guided not only in a general way but literally in every detail they simply live in the realization of their oneness with this infinite power continually in harmony with it and so continually in the realization of the kingdom of heaven an abundance of all things is theirs they are never at a loss for anything the supply seems always to equal the demand they never seem at a loss in regard to what to do or how to do it their lives are careless lives their lives are free from care because they are continually conscious of the fact that the higher powers are doing the guiding and they are relieved of the responsibility to enter into detail in connection with some of these lives and particularly with two or three that come to my mind at this moment would reveal facts that no doubt to some would seem almost incredible if not miraculous but let us remember that what is possible for one life to realize is possible for all this is indeed the natural and the normal life that which will be the everyday life of every one who comes into and who lives in this higher realization and so in harmony with the higher laws this is simply getting into the current of that divine sequence running throughout the universe and when once in it life then ceases to be a plodding and moves along day after day much as the tide flows much as the planets move in their courses much as the seasons come and go all the frictions all the uncertainties all the ills the sufferings the fears the forebodings the perplexities of life come to us because they are out of harmony with the divine order of things they will continue to come as long as we so live 
rowing against the tide is hard and uncertain to go with the tide and thus to take advantage of the working of a great natural force is safe and easy to come into the consciousness vital realization of our oneness with the infinite life and power is to come into the current of this divine sequence coming thus into harmony with the infinite brings us in turn into harmony with all about us into harmony with the life of the heavens into harmony with all the universe and above all it brings us into harmony with ourselves so that body soul and mind become perfectly harmonized and when this is so life becomes full and complete the sense life then no longer masters and enslaves us the physical is subordinated to and ruled by the mental this in turn is subordinated to and continually illumined by the spiritual life is then no longer the poor one-sided thing it is in so many cases but the threefold the all-round life with all its beauties and ever-increasing joys and powers is entered upon thus it is that we are brought to realize that the middle path is the great solution of life neither asceticism on the one hand nor license and perverted use on the other everything is for use but all must be wisely used in order to be fully enjoyed as we live in these higher realizations the senses are not ignored but are ever more fully perfected as the body becomes less gross and heavy finer in its texture and form all the senses become finer so that powers we do not now realize as belonging to us gradually develop thus we come in a perfectly natural and normal way into the superconscious realms whereby we make it possible for the higher laws and truths to be revealed to us as we enter into these realms we are then not among those who give their time in speculating as to whether this one or that one had the insight and the powers attributed to him but we are able to know for ourselves neither are we among those who attempt to lead the people upon the hearsay of someone else but we know whereof we speak and only thus can we speak with authority there are many things that we cannot know until by living the life we bring ourselves into that state where it is possible for them to be revealed to us if any man will do his will he shall know of the doctrine it was plotinus who said the mind that wishes to behold god must itself become god and thus we make it possible for these higher laws and truths to be revealed to us we will in turn become enlightened ones channels through which they may be revealed to others when one is fully alive to the possibilities that come with this higher awakening as he goes here and there as he mingles with his fellow-men he imparts to all an inspiration that kindles them in a feeling of power kindred to his own we are all continually giving out influences similar to those that are playing in our own lives we do this in the same way that each flower emits its own peculiar odor the rose breathes out its fragrance upon the air and all who come near it are refreshed and inspired by this emanation from the soul of the rose a poisonous weed sends out its obnoxious odor it is neither refreshing nor inspiring in its effects and if one remain near it long he may be so unpleasantly affected as to be made even ill by it the higher the life the more inspiring and helpful are the emanations that it is continually sending out the lower the life the more harmful it is to the influence it continually sends out to all who come in contact with it each one is continually radiating an atmosphere of one kind or the other we are told by the mariners who sail on the indian seas 
that many times they are able to tell their approach to certain islands long before they see them by the sweet fragrance of the sandalwood that is wafted far out upon the deep do you not see how it would serve to have such a soul playing through such a body that as you go here and there a subtle silent force goes out from you that all feel and are influenced by so that you carry with you an inspiration and continually shed a benediction wherever you go so that your friends and all people will say his coming brings peace and joy into our homes welcome his coming so that as you pass along the street tired and weary and even sin-sick men and women will feel a certain divine touch that will awaken new desires and a new life in them that will make the very horse as you pass him turn his head with a strange half-human longing look such are the subtle powers of the human soul when it makes itself translucent to the divine to know that such a life is within our living here and now is enough to make one burst forth with songs of joy and when the life itself is entered upon the sentiment of at least one song will be oh i stand in the great forever all things to me are divine i eat of the heavenly manna i drink of the heavenly wine in the gleam of the shining rainbow the father's love i behold as i gaze on its radiant blending of crimson and blue and gold in all the bright birds that are singing in all the fair flowers that bloom those welcome aromas are bringing their blessings of sweet perfume in the glorious tint of the morning in the gorgeous sheen of the night oh my soul is lost in rapture my senses are lost in sight as one comes into and lives continually in the full conscious realization of his oneness with the infinite life and power then all else follows this it is that brings the realization of such splendors and beauties and joys as a life that is thus related with the infinite power alone can know it is this to come into the realization of heaven's richest treasures while walking on the earth this it is to bring heaven down to earth or rather to bring earth up to heaven this it is to exchange weakness and impotence for strength sorrows and sighings for joy fears and forebodings for faith longings for realizations this it is to come into fullness of peace power and plenty this it is to be in tune with the infinite end of section twelve recording by kirk ziegler ogden utah voiceovers by kirk dot com end of in tune with the infinite by ralph waldo trine